Hi, this is Haley Chura. You usually hear me every Thursday co-hosting the Iron Women podcast with Alyssa Gadeski. Current times are anything but usual, and I have a lot of questions. So I created Iron Women podcast mini episodes. I ask women who are endurance athletes and experts in their fields to help me and hopefully help you too by answering a few questions in 15 minutes or less. Thanks for listening. everyone, this is Haley, and are you ready for the world to reopen? I'll admit I'm a little nervous, but this week I talked to a woman whose work could become a regular part of our new normal as some businesses reopen and people return to work. Virginia Beinecke is a college student and a member of the Montana State University Triathlon Club. When Virginia found herself out of work due to the COVID-19 pandemic, she decided a new job as a coronavirus screener might be a good fit. Virginia takes us behind the scenes of the screening process, and she tells us what she and the other members of the MSU Triathlon Club are doing to stay in shape and maintain some team spirit when they can't actually meet for workouts. As always, thank you to the Iron Woman podcast sponsors, Zelio Skincare, Noon Hydration, and Form Swim Goggles, as well as our Live Feisty Patreon community. You can find all website links and discount codes in our show notes, or at ironwomenpodcast.com. Please enjoy my conversation with Virginia Beinecke. Hi, Virginia. Welcome to the Iron Women Podcast. Hello. Can we start this with an introduction? Can you tell us who you are and provide a brief background on your life and your athletic career? So I'm currently a student athlete. I'm a triathlete and I race for Montana State. And I also go to school there. I'm working on a bachelor's in exercise science. I grew up swimming and then I switched over to triathlons about the time when I was 16 and then have been racing since then. I normally work as a guide in the summer and then a ski patroller in the winter. And so I like to spend a lot of my time outside, do lots of sports, swim, bike, run, ski, raft, climb. And yeah, just like to be generally active. So you mentioned all these outdoor careers, but I believe you're currently working as a COVID-19 screener. What made you take this job? Yeah, so I had been working as a ski patroller this past winter, um, but those were closed early just due to the rapid spread of the COVID-19 virus. Um, so I lost my job and I was looking for a way that I could continue working, but also hopefully be a little bit helpful in this time um, and put what medical certifications I had to good use. Yeah, this job opportunity came up, um, heard about it from a friend and I figured that that would be a great way for me to help out and keep doing something useful. So what is your day like as a coronavirus screener? I wake up way earlier than I want to. <laughs> um, earlier even than you did for swimming? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's early. But um, essentially what we do is we work in two shifts, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. Um, the idea is to screen essential workers before and after their shifts each day. And so we work about four or five hours around those typical start times. 
Um, so I work a morning shift and I get a brief break that I like to use to either run or do homework or sleep. And then I work an afternoon shift and then my day's just about over by the end of that afternoon shift. Can you tell us a little bit about the coronavirus testing process? So what I'm doing specifically is screening. It's kind of a preventative thing. We're not actually testing people, um, just given that we don't quite have the resources to test everyone on a daily basis. So we're asking a series of questions, we're taking people's temperatures, and we're essentially evaluating to see if they are displaying any symptoms or have the potential to start displaying any symptoms of the coronavirus. Uh, if they don't pass the test, then they just don't work that day. They are allowed to come back the next time their shift happens to try again. But essentially, we just want to keep people who are potentially sick out of the workplace to protect those that aren't sick. What precautions are you taking to avoid getting sick yourself? We're pretty strict with PPE. Um, we've been lucky to have adequate resources where we're at. So everyone wears full Tyvek suits, respirator masks, gloves, and eye protection. Um, pretty much every bit of your skin is covered in some way. Um, the gloves are single use, but everything else we clean at the end of each shift with standard decontamination procedures. And then we reuse those. The idea is we want to reduce our impact on that already strained PPE shortage while still keeping ourselves safe. And then even while we're at work screening people, we do, for the most part, we try to maintain proper social distancing as much as possible. We just try to follow the general CDC guidelines. You mentioned you're a student athlete and you're doing, I'm assuming, online classes right now as well as some exercise. So how is that going? The online classes are going pretty well. Um, most of my professors have been really understanding about the fact that everyone's lives have kind of been thrown into upheaval. I think we are, I've personally adapted to it pretty well. And then in terms of training, like I said, I try to run a lot on my breaks from work. That uh, just seems to be the easiest and quickest thing I can do. And then on the days I have off, I try to bike a good bit and get some longer rides in. So I'm still training. I'm not swimming. Sad. I wish I was. And then since I do enjoy skiing, I have been putting in a few mellow backcountry days, obviously being a lot more conservative than usual, just because, again, I don't want to cause any more problems than they're already existing. But it's a good way for me to get in some exercise. And since you are on the MSU Tri Club, you're, you know, you're normally surrounded by kind of a squad of people. Are you yeah. all able to still keep in touch at all? Do you have like Zoom calls and from the trainer or anything like that? <laughs> yeah, we've been, um, our club officers have been pretty awesome about trying to keep everyone in touch and making sure we're all doing okay. Our coach has been still giving us recommended workouts and been pretty consistent in checking in on all of our mental health, which I think is even more important than physical health right now. And yeah, we've done, we're working on a club social actually right now where we're all going to order pizza from like a local business um, and then just Skype or Zoom call each other while we eat the pizza so that we can support the local businesses and we can all talk about what we've been doing and support each other. Um, so that that's nice. You still get a little bit of that team dynamic. It's definitely what makes part of the team racing fun. I love that. Go Bobcats, team pizza yeah. party, socially distanced via um, Zoom. I mean, the amazing things we can do. Technology is pretty cool. It is. We're very thankful for technology these days. What can us non-essential workers be doing to help essential workers like you right now? Big thing is definitely following CDC guidelines regarding like social distancing and preventative measures. I think, you know, six feet isn't that far. I definitely do still talk with friends, but we stay a good bit apart. But I do see like groups of two to three people like hanging out a good bit that aren't 
quite far enough apart. And while they're protecting the people around them, and it's awesome that they're in a small group, they still could have the potential to infect one another. So staying six feet apart from anyone that's not in your household. And then, yeah, I know the Surgeon General recently recommended wearing masks. The cool thing about them is while they might not protect you from getting sick, they can make it more difficult for you to spread the disease to others if you are potentially sick but not showing symptoms yet. So just those measures, those guidelines they've come out with, kind of following them pretty adamantly. And then just don't be dumb, <laughs> I think is the big thing. <laughs> you know, don't do not do something that's going to put you in the hospital or strain the healthcare system even more. Because... Um, we want to help them out. We want to make their lives as easy as possible in the hard bits. Well, thank you so much, Virginia, for coming on today and for all the good work you're doing as a coronavirus screener. We do appreciate people like you. And I hope that I can see you at the pool again sometime in the not too, too. distant future, right? <laughs> I really miss the morning swims. And apparently you get to sleep in when you get a morning swim. So, uh, yeah. 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 Feel, feel free to hit me with a really hard set. Yes. I'll be well rested. Right. We're all going to be really excited. But um, thank you again. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you, too. Thank you again to Virginia Beinecke for coming on the show today. Collegiate triathlon clubs continue to be a strong pipeline for introducing younger athletes to the sport of triathlon. So I'm so glad to hear these teams are still finding ways to keep things going, even when most college campuses are closed and classes have moved online. As Virginia has shown today, these are impressive student athletes and we're lucky to have them in the sport and sometimes even working to keep us safe. Thank you again for listening to this Iron Women podcast mini episode. I'm Haley Chura and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Please subscribe, like, and comment on iTunes. My favorite podcast hosts are Alyssa Gadeski and Haley Chura. My favorite editor is Aaron Hamilton. The Iron Women Podcast is a live feisty media production.